Welcome to the Weekly Beat by Mansa with your hosts Arnold Segawa, Maggie Mutesi, and Dumi Jere, giving you all the info on Africa's big finance and economic stories. The Weekly Beat by Mansa. Greetings and welcome to the Weekly Beat, of course, proudly powered by Mansa Media. I'm Arnold Segawa. As always, I'm joined by Dumi Jere and Maggie Mutesi. Uh, how are you doing this this particular week, uh, Maggie? How are you today? It's a beautiful week. Uh, back to business. I'm enjoying everything. The third opinion, Arnold's. I like how you break down the stories and give them a third perspective. Other than that, I'm healthy. I'm still masking up. I'm healthy. I took my vaccine and I sanitize. How are you? <laughs> okay, uh, that is good. Keep it up. Keep it up. Um, if you ask me about me, I'm doing well. Uh, I'm tr- I'm trying as best as I can to follow what exactly Maggie is doing. Sanitizing, masking up, social distancing. As you should. It works. Mm. Uh, I guess, mm. right? I guess. As, as you should. As Do you me, should. have you had your vaccine? Yeah, I'm fully vaxxed. Vaxxed, re- uh, ready to be relaxed now. <laughs> okay, uh, where to go? Well, I'm, I'm loving the joyous uh, spirit. And you, Arnold, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm great, as you can tell. I'm in a good spirits. I'm also vaxxed. I uh, had to uh, go a long way to uh, get my jab, uh, but... Uh, I got it, and uh, I'm in good spirits. Um, good. But, but uh, some bad news uh, that we actually got uh, just a few weeks ago. Uh, Ethiopian Airlines apparently having had a role to play in uh, transporting weapons uh, during the war in Tigray. It's, of course, in Ethiopia now. Uh, you might be thinking, okay, ET, Ethiopian Airlines, I do get on Ethiopian Airlines uh, every so often. Um, but as it stands right now, at least as per the last statistics that came out, uh, Ethiopian Airlines happens to be the biggest connection uh, onto the African continent. If you want to go to Bamako, if you want to go uh, to, to Johannesburg, you know, uh, there's one particular airline. Of course, this is in line with also cord sharing that uh, does a good job traversing the continent. So uh, hearing this news was quite uh, tragic and uh, uh, quite disturbing. And uh, I need to uh, reiterate, this is still an allegation. Uh, Ethiopian Airlines still insists that uh, they had nothing to do with this, but uh, it's still developing. Of course, the story was uh, broken by uh, CNN in the US. Um, starting with you, Dumi, um, your thoughts on uh, this particular allegation? It's very disturbing. Not only the fact that um, it's a state-owned um, economic airline, I mean, one that generates billions of dollars uh, carrying you know, passengers and goods across different African hubs, like you're saying. But it is also a member of the Star Alliance, a group of some of you know, the world's top uh, aviation companies. So it's very worrying because um, so many atrocities have happened when we look at uh, the Tigray War. Thousands of people are estimated to have died in the conflict, which, you know, by many accounts could actually bear the hallmarks of uh, genocide. And while all sides, you know, have been accused of committing grave human rights abuses during that war. But if this is true, then it paints a bad picture. And it's really not something that um, should just go unchecked because um, a lot has been going on in the Tigray region uh, that shouldn't have been doing that. So to then find out that the Ethiopian airline is at the forefront of supplying some of these things, well, allegedly, that is very worrying. And we will continue using that word uh, allegedly because uh, it's still um, not confirmed, at least by 
uh, a, a yeah. third party. Uh, Maggie? It's disturbing too. You know, the best news to come, uh, especially out of the continent, for Africa, Ethiopian Airlines is that baby we all admire. They have been, you know, profit-making airlines. You know, they have uh, really expanded exponentially globally. They are literally helping Africa stay connected through air travel. And what we've seen happening in the region is basically a genocide, like some have called it. Ethiopian Airlines could be fined billions and billions for also violating the aviation rules. But again, I honestly feel really saddened by this report, if it it has truth in it, because it's not just Ethiopian Airlines, it's Africa's star baby out there. It's a star Mm. alliance like Dumi has mentioned. It's a profitable airlines, one of the few in Africa, probably even the only one. It's a role model. It's everything that represents the continent. It's quite interesting. You know, um, having uh, set foot in uh, Eritrea myself, it's no secret that uh, Eritrea and Ethiopia, well, not until a few years ago, do not see eye to eye. And that being said, this report, it's quite baffling when you uh, read some of the findings um, first of all, uh, the mere fact that uh, the Eritrean and Ethiopian uh, contingents would actually agree on something goes to show how uh, grave the situation in Tigray is, depending on what side of the fence you are sitting. And let's not forget that uh, um, apparently they do say that close to a thousand souls have been lost, uh, over a thousand, in just this conflict. And it's quite a deep story, and we're going to mention again that uh, this is the biggest connection uh, on the continent. And should we be worried at this particular juncture, if at all sanctions were to bite, and uh, worst case scenario, maybe uh, the style alliance is actually lost? Do you mean how worried should we be on a continent that already represents less than five percent of air travel globally? Uh, that the only poster child could stand to lose almost everything overnight. I think we should be very worried because um, to begin with, uh, Ethiopia's status as, a, uh, as an African economic powerhouse is mostly dependent on uh, Ethiopian airlines' dominance uh, in terms of cargo. Um, you recall when uh, the vaccine started coming to the continent, a lot of countries were using Ethiopian airlines to move the vaccines, take them, all of that. So there's no doubt that the country, as well as the airline, have benefited from that, as well as uh, other trade programs, particularly the, uh, an American trade program that uh, gives them favorable access to the U.S. market uh, because Ethiopia meets that criteria. And that relationship matters for, for both countries because, according to one report in 2017, the U.S. exports to Ethiopia consisted primarily of Aircraft and aircraft components from Boeing valued at about or at more than $857 million. That's a lot of money. But also, there's a clause in the AGOA, uh, which is the U.S. African Growth and Opportunity Act, uh, which stipulates that once you're part of that program, you must not engage in gross violations of internationally recognized human rights. So directly and indirectly, now the airline now getting itself uh, involved in all of this, um, we could say it's actually a violation of, of this act, to which case, and we know Uncle Sam doesn't quite play when it comes to uh, installing sanctions on people that uh, uh, that they feel, obviously, 
uh, <laughs> that um, are doing something wrong. Um, obviously, it's a, I always call it a head boy mentality, but uh, uh, that's a podcast on its own. It's. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you uh, there, Domi. I know we're talking about something very grave, but uh, whenever I hear a go, I'm reminded of the story of uh, um, Rwanda and how uh, the, the, the government actually decided that uh, they might not be bringing in any more secondhand clothes, <laughs> clothes yeah, rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the retaliation from uh, yours truly was, uh, oh, we might just pull your name off the list of our countries. So, <laughs> I remember that story very yeah. well. <laughs> so, so this has me thinking, is this what uh, the world has come down to? Whenever um, you, you step on Uncle Sam's toes, you know, uh, chances are, they'll, you know, it, it's, it's like uh, we, we, when you're in kindergarten and, and then, Someone says, "Hey, I, I won't give you some of my ice cream if if you don't play nice." Hey, eh? so is is this what we've come down to? Is this what a core is? Uh, essentially, <laughs> this is what it has now come to. And I was like, um, "It's a it's a, a head boy mentality or a bully mentality because um, Uncle Sam is very quick to jump when uh, it sees that oh, we feel that you guys are doing ABC, therefore this is how we're doing." But they never look back in their own backyard and see what the wrongs that they are doing or the other countries that they are destabilizing. I hope I do get an American visa after this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, uh, <laughs> I think this is what it's coming down to, unfortunately. Uh, 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 Maggie? I, I mean, as Domi was, was talking about the impact, uh, it also rem, uh, was a reminder that uh, it's not just their goal. Uh, I mean, when you're putting sanctions on a country like Ethiopia, you also factor in the, the 100 million people. Uh, and uh, the fact that they've become such an industrial hub that exports most of its things to, to you know, to the U.S. and all these countries. So you look at all that Im- the impact that it could happen, but also to their airlines industry. That I think they employ over, you know, one million people. It's such a training center for lots of uh, uh, airlines across the continent. It's an aviation academy for lots of airlines across the continent. So with sanctions on the carrier itself, in case they are going to have to pay, you know, these fines, it's a lot of money they will lose. But the impact will not just be felt by the government itself or the airlines itself. It's rippling back to the population. It's rippling back to a country that is, you know, still suffering the losses and, you know, the impact of the war itself. So... I think it's it's not exciting times. It's um, sometimes I feel like you know Abby really that you know Nobel Prize probably came with something, and I mean lots of words because I am one of those people that truly and truly believe in Ethiopian Airlines or believed and I still do. I I hope that this report comes out otherwise, but with journalists and some of these things we're supposed to bring them to light in case they're happening. But uh, the idea that they played such an important role, like even Dumi mentioned in the vaccines, they were like a lifesaver for the continent. And their cargo business actually tripled uh, during this time because they were, you know, shipping all these vaccines, you know, into the continent from all over the place. So the impact is going to be felt on the economy so hard. And 
that is something to worry about. Like you mentioned. Right, uh, that's where we'll leave it. I, I'm afraid uh, we've run out of time. That's where we'll leave it for this edition of uh, Mansa's uh, The Weekly Beat. As always, if uh, you missed anything in the course of the week, do be sure to uh, visit the website. That's mansamedia.africa. On Twitter, we're at uh, mansa underscore media. And uh, be sure to uh, scroll down on the website to uh, check out a way to uh, subscribe to uh, The Third Opinion, which is, of course, our newsletter that does go out every Friday. For me and the entire crew, have a lovely week. The Weekly Beat by Mansa, with your hosts, Arnold Segawa, Maggie Mutesi, and Dumi Jerry, giving you all the info on Africa's big finance and economic stories. The Weekly Beat by Mansa. Mansa.